Hey Liz, did you know that you have to be odd to be number one? Are you nosy, curious, or just bored? Have you ever just started listening to other people's conversations? Do you ever just keep listening even though you aren't part of the conversation? If this describes you, then welcome to Topic Please. I'm Liz. I'm Aaron. And I guess it makes sense because... One is an odd number, but now I feel like it's fine that I'm odd. Well, do you know who said that quote? Nope. Or I guess where it came from. It's Dr. Seuss. See, I was thinking that, but I was like going through all the books in my head. I was like, I don't think it came from a book, so... Or maybe it came from something he did before writing the books. Yeah, I was looking up a bunch of these quotes and I ended up with several Dr. Seuss quotes. The play, well, those are good quotes. That's I mean, funny. You told me, you told me the topic was, was quotes. So I looked up like feminist quotes. <laughs> I looked up motivational or inspirational quotes. Um, I looked up some of those. Ooh, ooh. Can I start with one? Yeah, well, how do we want to do this? Do we want to, like, kind of do the quote and then kind of talk about that quote and kind of what it means? Sure. Or just go through these different quotes or what? I don't know. I guess the listeners will find out whatever. <laughs> Have you met me? My brain doesn't stay on topic very well, so we'll probably end up talking about them. Even if I said no, we're just going to say the quotes. Well, I mean, like a lot of these quotes is like they, you know, there's more to it than just the quote. I mean, things that you know, some people don't get what exactly, you know, it might mean if you were using it that way, like as an inspiration or motivational thing or something. So... Well, then that works perfect for the first one I was going to tell you about. All right. What have do you, you got? Well, have you heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world? Yeah. And who is that attributed to? That I'm not, like, I know it and I would recognize the person's name. Oh, yeah, you I would. can't. It's attributed to Gandhi. That's right. However, that's not actually what he said. It's what's been paraphrased from what he said. Want to know what he actually said? I hope so, because I wrote it down. Do we have enough time? Um, it's a little bit of a paragraph. <laughs> <laughs> the actual quote is, we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found in the world of our body. If we, cha- if we could change ourselves, the tendencies in the world would also change. As a man changes his own nature, so does the attitude of the world change towards him. This is the divine mystery supreme. A wonderful thing it, a wonderful thing it is and the source of our happiness. We need not wait to see what others do. Mahatma Gandhi. So like talking about in the context of it or whatever, like it does paraphrasing come down to be the change you want to see in the world because as you change the world changes towards you and then the world changes. Right. And <laughs> I mean, being the change that you want to see is like, well, you know, if you want people to be nicer to other people, you should be nicer. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Like It's kind of a, I guess, a contagious thing. Kind of like a smile or a laugh or. 
man, I mean, you can't be a jerk and expect everybody else to be nice. Like kind of a lead by example or yeah, something like that. So I thought it was really cool though. Cause like, that's one of my favorite quotes was be the change you want to see in the world. And then I was looking it up and I was like, ah, oh, it's not even what he said. But it is a paraphrase of what he said, so I guess people don't want to walk around saying the whole thing. But I liked that it started, but we but mirror the world. I just thought that was kind of yeah, cool, interesting. Right. Right. So you got one that? I've got several. Me like, too, but. Like the one that I had posted on our Twitter. <laughs> Made me think, should we stop asking for topics? Because nobody sent them. But, well, that's not true. Noah sent some. Noah did. gotten some suggestions on Facebook before a few times. That's true. I'm just horrible about remembering to go on there and say, hey, does anybody have any topics? Oh, well. So on that note, if you have any topics or suggestions, you know, send them to us. Go use the contact form on the website and or email us and... And Noah, thank you. Thank you for all of your ideas. I appreciated them. We're actually going to be using a few of them over the next few episodes. So thank you for your topic suggestions. Anyway, uh, the one that I posted on Twitter for anybody that didn't see it, because not very many people follow us yet, but it was Albert Einstein when he said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. I mean, there's a lot to that. Like, well, you know, if, <laughs> if you want, what? Sorry. I just thought I kept getting married. over, and over. <laughs> Sorry, but not to the same person. So you changed what you were doing to get a different result. <laughs> But like the, had you the married, process, <laughs> I just kept getting married. Yeah, but had you married the same person over and over again, expecting a different result, that would have been a little nuts. Where the idea is, you know, well, I want this thing, I want this result, so I need to change what I've been trying because what I've been doing hasn't worked. So I need to do something different. Like I'm wanting to lose weight. You know, I you know, was pretty much doing the same thing. I wasn't really adding or taking away anything that I was doing. But then once, you know, I started actively kind of looking at the calories and trying to eat a little healthier. So, you know, I'm, I see a change because I changed what I did to get a different result. Good for you. I see them. I try to make the change and then I get depressed and that doesn't help because then I stress eat. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm working on keeping more fruits and veggies in the house and and lower calorie snacks, I guess. This way when I do binge eat. Man, I mean, as far as the weight loss, like everybody's body is different. So that takes a different approach for everyone. Yeah. My problem is like I can eat a whole pound of baby carrots in one sitting. And that's probably not a good thing. Well, it's better than eating a pound of chocolate. That's true. Or a bag of chips. Yeah. Which I've been known to do as well. So, 
So we need to just put that quote up all over the house and then maybe I'll keep seeing it and being like, oh yeah, don't do that. But looking at some of these things, like, I don't know, I found several quotes that had to do with like failure or not trying to do something. And like one of them, you know, I, I didn't fail the test. I just found 100 ways to do it wrong. I Benjamin Franklin. It's like, you know, that makes sense because it's like you can try to do something and do it wrong and you could keep getting it wrong. But once you get it wrong, you learn from that. You realize, okay, that way is not going to work. And you keep trying different ways. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think failure is a learning experience. The only true failure is not trying. Right. And not learning from you know those mistakes that were made so what else do you got well i have one by albert einstein i don't know if you have it or not but i found it interesting it was a question that sometimes drives me hazy am i or are the others crazy i liked that one when i was like you liked it because it sounds like (laughs) dr seuss That's why you liked it so much. And because I feel better about my own crazy. I'm like, oh, it's not me, it's them. Because it, yeah. It's a good one, though. I didn't say it wasn't. Or all in perception. I mean. Yeah. Like, because if to me it's normal, is it really crazy? And then, like, what is the definition of crazy? Uh, you know, that's kind of uh, relative, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if everybody is doing this thing that a lot of people would call crazy, then that that's normal. Exactly. So. <clears throat> yeah, I know you see, like, people... You know, sharing inspirational quotes or you see them on, you know, mo- those motivational posters and stuff that you'll see different places. Uh, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool to get in here and talk about some of these. All right. So you can be motivational. Then, Tell me. Motivate me. When, like, oh, where'd it go? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. That's like you were saying, you know, not trying is the biggest failure. Yeah. I mean, that one was a Wayne Gretzky quote. Hockey. I knew something. Aren't you excited? <laughs> well, I have one I found. It made me, um, it kind of made me think when we did the one episode with the guys from. Uh, noodles at noon. Uh, <clears throat> and we were talking about like the one thing we would want to know everything about. And and then we got into talking. It was like everything that everybody was saying kind of had like a monetary. Um, side to it. Right. Like, yeah. So I found this one by Kevin Cruz, who is an American historian and a keynote speaker. Um, and it is life is about making an impact, not making an income. And I thought that would have been perfect when we did that episode, 
But it it's kind of true. Like we live in a society where obviously we need money to be able to pay for the things that we need and the things that we want or whatever. But at the same it, time, you want to make an impact on the world, like to be remembered. Or to you at least make something better, even if you're not remembered for what you're doing. Yeah. I was just thinking so many people spend so much of their time just working, working all the time, working, working, working. The impact you're having is that like if you have a family or whatever, your family is not getting any of that time from you. Um, that money may pay for some of the things that they want or some of the things they need, but they're missing out on that need of that interaction with you. Right. So even if that impact is just impacting the people very close to you, it matters. Yeah. But I think, I think that's why so many people volunteer or whatever, because they want to have some kind of impact on the world around them and give back to them. So. Yeah. I mean, we don't know like most of those volunteers that are out there doing these things to, I mean, we don't you know, know all of the people that work in these soup kitchens and homeless shelters and stuff. I mean, they're not you know famous, but I mean, they're making an impact on the community. Mm-hmm. All right, so you be motivational. I was going to say, I feel like I should just go ahead and like read through these last handful of quotes that I have on the failure and not trying. Okay, and then we can go from there. Like I have other quotes, but. Some that I have kind of categorized out here. So every strike brings me closer to the next home run. Babe Ruth. Uh, a person who never made a mistake never tried anything new. It's Einstein. Dream big and dare to fail. A guy I uh, hadn't really heard of. I had to look up who he was. But it's Colonel Norman Vaughn. He was a dog sled driver and part of Admiral Byrd's first expedition to the South Pole. Uh, nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible. Is a quote by Audrey Hepburn. And our greatest glory is not in never failing, but in rising every time we fail. Confucius. I mean, like a lot of those... Or those, they kind of, I don't know, it's about failure and not trying. And it's like, well, if you don't try, then you fail. And like, don't look at your failures as, oh, well, I'm dumb. I can't do this. You know, look at it like, well, I can use that as a learning experience. I need to get up and try it again. And I know there was some quote about, you know, fall down seven times, stand up eight. I don't know who said that one. That might have been Confucius, but it's kind of the same idea. You know, if if you don't get back up and try again, then, you know, your failure is just a failure, not, you know, a learning experience. True. And, you know, if like the Wayne Gretzky quote, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take, if you don't try, then, yeah, you're not going to be able to do it. But what if you make the first shot and then you've just made 100% of every shot you've ever taken? <laughs> If you didn't take that shot, then you've missed 100% of the ones that you haven't taken. I mean, you've still missed 100% of the shots that you haven't taken. It's just kind of a, you know, you know, you know give it a shot. See what happens. Because if you don't try it, you're definitely going to fail. 
I feel like I need to get That's you one it. of those calendars. You can have the daily inspirational quote calendars. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts on those things? I think we kind of covered a lot of the, you know, you, you got to try and learn from your mistakes and the failures when something doesn't work out the way you want it to. True statement. So you got anything else? No, keep For, going with what you got. Well, no, you I seem very interested in this, so keep going. Well, no, I didn't know if you had any other quotes. No, I think that we went with quotes in completely different oh. directions. So, I'm sorry. It's okay. What kind of quotes do you got? Just go with what you got, sir. Well, that was most of those. I have a few others, and then we get into the Dr. Seuss stuff. Like I have strive not to be a success, but rather to be a value. <laughs> And that goes along with uh, that one that you said that was uh, not to make income, but make an impact. Mm-hmm. And that one was Albert Einstein. It kind of works with that. Uh, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. I mean, you got to kind of have that mindset to, well, no, I'm, I can do this. But I mean, if you go into something thinking there's no way I can do this. And then you're just not going to, you know, give it your all and try to do it. So you're probably right. You can't because you think you can't. Kind of like last week we were talking a little bit about the placebo effect and stuff. Similar thing. If you think something's going to work, then there's a better chance of it working. Or I if, think I can. I think I can. Sorry. Yeah, I mean. A little engine that could. If that little engine had said, you know, I don't think I can. I don't think I can. Then he might not have. Did I say that that one was Henry Ford? Nope. Oh, that was Henry Ford. My ex used to say, can't never could do nothing. Yeah, I and mean, that's the same idea. I don't know if that's a quote by somebody or not. And if it is, I apologize for not quoting properly. But I just remember him saying that all the time. Can't never could do nothing. Every time our kids would be like, I can't do it. I mean, I'm sure that saying kind of stems from something like that. You know, I mean, I've heard that and people just say, you know, can't never could. Like if you say you can't, then you're not going to be able to. Like you got to get that mindset. Um, there was only one way to avoid criticism to do nothing, say nothing and be nothing. That was a quote by Aristotle. So, I mean, if you don't want people to criticize anything you do or give you any kind of you know, criticism, whether it's constructive or otherwise, then just don't do anything. Don't be anything. Don't say anything. Just be a lump on the couch. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like those individuals would get criticized as well, though. Yeah. Kind of changed I mean, over the still kind of the same idea you know if you know if you don't want people to you know help you be better or tell you hey that sucked whatever then just don't do anything where you know you have to be able to accept that criticism and use that to be better in whatever it is you're doing 
Hey, I can accept criticism. It just takes me like a day or two to process it. So if you're going to criticize me, just remember that I'm not going to respond for a couple of days. Because if I respond immediately, it's not going to be a good response. (laughs) It's going to be completely emotional. (laughs) And there will be no thought process behind it. And then we have this quote. And I remember... uh, Charlie mentioning that it was one of her favorite quotes, your sister, Charlie. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember what we were talking about. I was trying to find the old conversation that had something to do with, I don't remember. I don't remember if we were talking about something for the show or talking about something else, but it was how wonderful it is that nobody need wait a single moment before starting to improve the world. That's by Anne Frank. Mm -hmm. That's a good one too. I mean, that, you know, you don't have to wait, you know, if you want to try to improve the world, go do something about it, you know, go volunteer somewhere, go help people out, whatever your strengths are. If you want to use those to help improve the world, go for it. Walk down the street and clean up some trash. Yeah. Go uh, say hi to a neighbor who you never see have company. So those are all I have before we get into the Dr. Seuss stuff. So what kind of quotes do you have before we... In my defense, you said famous quotes, and my mind went into, like, quotes that were, like, impactful (laughs) on people's lives. And then, I don't know. Like, you're picking all... You are picking, in fact, famous quotes. I've just... I was like looking for ones that, that are like uh, famous people's quotes or something like we have nothing to fear, but fear itself. No. Okay. Uh, Listen. So uh, the only two I have left, because I told you the other ones are both feminist quotes. No. So what do you know? Like when you think of feminism, what do you think about, I guess? I don't know. I think, like, my initial thought when somebody says feminism or feminist, I'm thinking, like, in the 70s when that was kind of a big movement and women were, like, you know, trying to be out for power and they were having a really hard time doing it. But the ones that were doing it were, like, on almost a major power trip, but because they had to be. (laughs) <laughs> that's funny I, that goes actually no that's perfect stop right there and i'll give you my first one does feminist mean large unpleasant person who will shout at you or someone who believes women are human beings to me it's the latter so i sign up margaret atwood like you do when you think about it you think of like you just said loud in your face and you have to be that's just like yeah, I mean, it's you not, shouldn't have to be, but that's the way it is with so many movements, not just feminism, but yeah. with anything where you're trying to get change and equitability and equality and all of these things. Oh, yeah. And I mean, like, it's so hard. I mean, it's so hard to stay passive and get those changes in. It would be great if those changes could be made without being vocal and being loud and, and getting into 
I don't want to say getting into violence, but I mean, so many things don't change because people become complacent or they're quiet. And when you're quiet, it's easier to be ignored. Right. Something so, has to happen for people to you know, pay attention to what's going on. But yeah, like I don't see feminine feminism or a feminist or whatever as just being that loud person. It is. It's just somebody who believes women are human beings. Oh, yeah. And, and we have... Like we've talked in the past and stuff about how wives were, it was okay to punish your wife and, and it was subservient. Basically and, like they were property. Like that was yeah. how it was treated. It and, was like, no, you stay home, you cook meals, you clean the house, you don't go to work, you take care of the kids, you make sure that, you know, you look good for your husband and everything else. It's like, you know, it was just a very... I don't know, misogynistic look on people and the way things worked. Yep. So, but I like it. And then the other one um, <laughs> is by Rebecca West, who's uh, a British author. Oh, Margaret Atwood, by the way, is a Canadian poet. Huh. So, like, I, I, I recognized the name, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. So. Um, but Rebecca West said, I myself have never been able to find out precisely what feminism feminism is. I only know that people call me a feminist whenever I express sentiments that differentiate me from a doormat or prostitute. And I thought, that kind of pissed me off when I read that quote. So not all famous quotes are, are good quotes. Like... <sighs> I know that she had kind of the right, like, people only say that, like, when. Yeah, like, oh, I'm getting Whenever I f- express sentiments that differentiate me from a doormat. Okay, right. like, if she had stopped there, that would be great because I don't want to be treated like a doormat, right? You wipe your feet on it and ignore it. That's pretty much what you do with a doormat. So, like, anytime you say anything different. But then. The or prostitute just pissed me off because sex workers are human beings also. Right. But I think what so, she was saying was like, I've joked around like with you about like, oh, well, isn't a wife just a prostitute? Like joking because it's like, well, you, you have all of these things provided for you and then like something is expected in return. Like in like that mentality, because like going back to when, you know, women were just looked at like, oh, well, you're my wife, you're my property, I own you, whatever. It was kind of like, well, I go to work, I provide this house for you, I provide your clothes, I provide all of these things that you need, you should give me sex or whatever it is I'm demanding from you. And like, I think that's kind of where she was going with that. Like, you know, no, I am more than that. I am a person. I am not just your property. I'm not somebody that you're just giving stuff so that, you know, I give you sex. And I mean, I think that was more where I would assume that that was going. I don't know. Because, like, if you read it without the doormat part, it says, I only know that people call me a feminist whenever I express sentiments that differentiate me from a prostitute. Yeah, but I mean... People tend to, I mean, look at prostitutes and sex workers like they, 
you know, that's all they are. Like that defines them. Yeah. Like, like I'm a web developer, but that doesn't define everything that I am. I'm a caregiver. That defines me completely. But I mean, I feel like I'm not in every aspect of my life. It's like, there's so many things. It's like, well, there's more to me than, you know, just this thing that I do. Oh yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just read it and it just kind of. I mean, there's so many aspects of a person like person's life that I mean, one piece shouldn't be the defining thing. It should be everything as a whole. Well, on the other hand, though, I was just thinking that the way that it's coming across is like, um, I only know that people call me a feminist whenever I express sentiments that differentiate from a prostitute. Like that thought process kind of seems like men are more willing more willing to listen to a sex worker than they are to listen to other women I don't in society. Know. So, which See, is that's true just not too. what I got out of it. So, but that's why quotes are different for, or like how you okay. interpret them or whatever. But I mean, so I guess on, I don't know, but yeah, those kind are, of a, I'm not a doormat. I'm not a sex worker. I'm, a person i have all of these aspects to my life just like any man does like i think that was like that's how i took what she said but see the way you just said it puts down sex workers well no that's i'm just saying like not intentionally i know but that's that's what i'm saying like that's why i find issue with the quote but i still felt that i should share that quote because it was one that that didn't inspire me as much as some of the other ones I was looking at and maybe I'm reading it completely wrong. And you know, two days from now when my brain processes <laughs> what you said, maybe I'll see it differently. Right. I think maybe it's just one of those things that she could have worded better to get her point across. Cause there's a lot of times that that happens. Like you say something and you mean, you know, this one thing, but the way it came out, it, doesn't sound quite right. Like you didn't get your point across very well. And I mean, that's just something that happens occasionally and it can cause arguments, uh, all kinds of stuff just because you didn't get your point out there. Yep. Or people didn't understand it. Man. So right. then some of these Dr. Seuss quotes. And I guess this one, well, no. Not really. Maybe. I don't know. A person's a person, no matter how small. A person's a person. So, I mean. That's from Horton. Here's a who. Man. And I mean, like, you know, the size of the person doesn't matter. Even, you know, maybe you have these people out here that are making these huge impacts in the world or they're super famous and everybody knows who they are. And then you have, you know, some homeless guy on the street that nobody knows their name. They're all people and they should all be treated as people with those same basic human rights. Oh, you mean, so it's not weird of me to just say hello to everybody I meet. No, it's weird. It's not a person's a person, no matter how small everyone deserves to be told hello. Yeah, but it's weird. <laughs> you can, 
you can tell that it's weird when people look at you like, why are you talking to me, you crazy lady? Well, what was that one I just said? It's hazy. <laughs> Something about uh, getting hazy, not knowing if it's everyone else or if you're crazy or something. A question that sometimes drives me hazy. Am I or are the others crazy? Again, Albert Einstein. I'm not crazy for saying hello to everybody I meet. Oh, and just or so pass. that I don't have to read or say it, they were doctors. Like the rest of these that I have are Dr. Seuss. I do have, I believe, the books that they were from, but I'm sure. Oh, let me see if I can guess. I'm sure Liz will know where they came from. Maybe it's a quiz I can pass. The Dr. Oh. Seuss quotes. They're all from the same book, aren't they? No. Oh. No. Like you got the first one right. That was from Horton Hears a Who. And then the intro, you have to be odd to be number one. That was also the name of that book or story. I've never read. When I saw a picture of the book, it was a pretty old one. I thought I'd read almost all of Dr. Seuss's stuff. Then I'm sorry to say so, but sadly it's true that bang-ups and hang-ups can happen to you. Ooh, ooh, I know oh, the you places know. you'll go. Yeah. But I mean, like that one's kind of a good one to think about too. Is like, you know, no matter what, you're going to have bang-ups and hang-ups. Your, your life's not going to just be smooth sailing and go perfect. There's going to be bumps in the road. Yeah, I mean, and you I have to deal potholes. <laughs> but I mean, those things are things you have to deal with. You can't like go into everything expecting it's just going to go super smooth. I mean, you can go into well, it expecting yeah, but that, but then you're going to have a lot of disappointment. But if you and go into something, bangups will happen to you. If you go into it expecting, well, you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but there's going to be some bumps and I'm going to have to handle that and be prepared for that. It's not going to come as, as big of a surprise or a disappointment because you know that there's going to be something along the way. So that one's kind of cool. Um, I know up on top you are seeing great sights, but down here at the bottom, we too should have rights. I want to say 10 apples up on top. No. That is from Yertle the Turtle. Oh. And one of the things I saw it was uh, Yertle the Turtle and Gertrude McFuzz or something. I think it was. I have not trickle down economics. Ages. But I mean, it, I don't know. It's a good quote. It's like, you know, yeah, just because you're doing so well, you know, I guess, I don't know, recent events and stuff kind of make you think, you know, all these corporations and these, you know, top 1% earners in the country and stuff like, oh, well, we want all these tax breaks and we should have these rights to do this and that. And, oh, well, the people that are down there in poverty, they don't matter as much. You know, that kind of idea is like, well, no, I mean, they should have the same rights as, you know, these, you know, Jeff Bezos and the homeless guy on the street. They, they have the same rights. They should be treated the same. I wonder how those people on the top 1% and all that stuff would feel if we actually were able to move to a socialist 
don't know. Uh, community or not community. Um, can't think of the word. And then this last one that I have. And the turtles, of course, all the turtles are free as turtles and maybe all creatures should be. Is that from Yertle the turtle. turtle as well? Yeah. I like that you picked turtle quotes. I like turtles. Well, I just mean, they were like some of those quotes. I was like, these are you know pretty good quotes, really. I've, I mean, they don't have to be in the context of the book. It's like you know, Dr. Seuss was putting a lot of good quotes in there that were like, no, this is something people should know. But putting it in there, like in a fun way, a lot of his books have stuff like that. I mean, a lot of his books have complete and utter nonsense stuff just because it's fun. But it seems like there's always some kind of, I don't know, message of some sort in there that's not really so obvious, but it's true. I like that. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Man. Try them, try them, and you may. Try them, and you may, I say. Man. It's like you, you can't say you that like you something. don't like something if you didn't try it. Right? I mean, give it a shot. Yeah, it was just kind of cool that when I was looking up those quotes, it was like so many, like, or these Dr. Seuss quotes. It's like you don't really think about Dr. Seuss being, you know, an inspirational or motivational writer. Well, I don't know. You kind of, like... Well, I don't like I, oh, I, I imagine Dr. Seuss like, oh, you know, children's read like early reading books, teaching them to read because the rhymes are fun and everything else. And I never really thought about. I think you know, Dr. Oh. Seuss is one of the most quoted. Oh, probably. person at like commencements and stuff, whether they be high school graduations or college Man. graduation stuff. I'm pretty sure that Dr. Seuss like has the most quotes. I don't know, but I mean, he's got a lot of good things. Like, I just don't really think initially of him being as you know, the motivational or inspirational writer, but really, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff in there. Like, I can't think of the name of the book or the story, but it was the one with the, the, the stars or the, the stars are from Mario. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. The creatures that had stars, like some of them had stars on their belly and some of them didn't. And there was like this whole segregation thing happening. And then they were like, oh, well, we want stars. And then oh, the ones yeah. that had stars, well, we want our stars removed. And it, it became a big mess until everybody was like, you know, we're all kind of the same. We'll I remember, I can't think, I used to read that book all the time. Yeah, it was just making me think, this one has a little car, this one has a little star. Um, that was from One Fish, Two Fish. Yeah, but then one like fish, the Lorax fish. protecting the trees. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of the name of that one. Um, Stuff like that. Let's see. I don't know, I'm looking up. Oh, the Sneetches. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now the star bell sneeches had bellies with stars. The plain belly sneeches had none upon Lars. 
Snitches get stitches. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What, what's that quote from? <laughs> I don't know, but my kids say it to each other all the time. <laughs> Do you know what it's from? Can you help no. me here? I don't know. I'm sure it's from some movie. I'm not sure where it would have originated, but. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Just out of nowhere. Um, you know how people say, bye, Felicia? Uh-huh. You know where that kind of originated from? I thought it was a show that had Felicia on it. The movie Friday back in the 90s. Oh my gosh, I'm so old. Well, they were like, bye, bye Felicia. Felicia. And then like, I don't know, nobody did it, heard it, said it. And then recently somebody saw it and they were like, oh, let me turn this into a big thing. Wow. So that's kind of funny. There you have it. I feel like. I don't know. I may need to put like an explicit warning or something on the episode just so I don't have to bleep stuff. Uh, like what? Well, I just mean like that it's not as child appropriate. I don't think we have any like little kids listening to our show, but just kind of a, you know, hey, heads up. I don't know. Either way, we'll Maybe. figure that out when we post it. Feminism will do that to you. Right. <laughs> All right, but yeah, it was kind of fun to like look up these quotes and talk about kind of what they mean and stuff. So that was pretty cool. You got anything else before we go? Uh, Other than come yeah. back next week. Okay. I am, I'm, uh, I'm, but gosh, it's not yeah. forecast. I'm, I'm predicting we'll have guest hosts. <laughs> And our plan is to talk about some games, I believe. It like is. Like board games. Uh, and next week, I will actually have a game for you and our guest host to do. All right. Yeah. I created a, the game part. I'm excited. I apologize in advance, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for eavesdropping. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about or give us feedback, you can go to topic com to find our social media links contact form how to subscribe on your preferred podcast player you can also find links to our past episodes please subscribe rate review and share us with other eavesdroppers you know mm-hmm.